In Indonesia, the culture of the LGBTQ community is as diverse as its islands. Indonesia, comprising of over 17,000 islands, is the largest Muslim country in the world and is home to the Waria women, a community of transgender women who are rich with their own history and traditions. This is a Dialogy Matter brief entitled, Waria's Acceptance with a Price. Comparing the culture of transgender women of the West and that of Indonesia, Indonesian warias are a very different and particular community. The common description of a waria is a woman's soul in a man's body, an idea wherein both aspects of gender coexist. The term combines the Indonesian words for a woman, wanita, and the man, priya. While some warias undergo beauty alterations in transitioning from male to female, Others retain their male bodies and express themselves as female or identify as female. Inhabiting a fluidity between gender, body, and personal identity is an important aspect of the Waria culture. Despite their long existence in the Indonesian culture and the pride that they have for their own traditions, Warias are often still misunderstood by the Indonesian people. Before Muslims arrived and spread Islam on the islands of Indonesia, Waria's were not only accepted, they were respected and revered. They were believed to be an important part of a harmonious community and were often local leaders working as priests, shamans, and mediums. But fast forward to today, despite some apparent acceptance, Waria's continue to fight against the violence, harassment, and discrimination toward their community. While Waria's are visible today in a lot of major streets in Indonesia, and while they can be seen starring on national television, most have to live hidden and dangerous lives in the slums of villages and outskirts cities nationwide. Their lives are often dictated by where they are, a lottery, wherein they either live in celebration or condemnation. Local reports show that attacks on Warian individuals and communities continue to rise. Though their societal and historical influence runs deep, Warias are still considered to be reprehensible and sinful to families in Indonesia's less tolerant communities, such as in the province of Aceh, where being gay or being transgender is a crime under locally applied Sharia law. Although Aceh's religious zeal may seem extreme, Many Muslim clerics see it as something to aspire to. Shame even extends to warias being exiled by their families, wherein they become outcasts and most of the time are forced into prostitution. For every waria that experiences acceptance and tolerance, there are more that are stripped off of their human rights. Stories of being raped, having their heads shaved, being beaten and killed are more commonplace than those celebrating their cultural and historical influence. Despite these stories of violence and discrimination, Warias are not invisible members of society. Prominent Waria icons exist, such as Dorse Gamalama, who are seen in TV shows acting and singing, 
or individuals such as Mama Yuli, who became the first warrior to get a master's degree in law. Mama Yuli has also been at the forefront of nationwide lobbying for equality. Most modern cities such as Jakarta and Yogyakarta also have bars and cabarets wherein warriors perform, similar to drag queens performing in the US. An old age home and even a mosque for warriors have also been constructed to fight off scrutiny and backlash as an effort to provide community support. As tolerance for these warriors increases, acceptance is soon on its way. But it is not enough that we hope that this might happen. A survey this year, according to South China Morning Post, found that 87% of Indonesians who understood the term LGBT considered the community a threat to private or public life, while a similar proportion thought LGBT individuals should not hold senior public office. According to the Indonesian Community Legal Aid Institute, nearly 1,000 Indonesians suffered discrimination, stigmatization, and violence for expressing their sexual orientation or gender identity just for the year 2017 alone. And among those 1,000, 70% involved transgender women. Hera Diani, an editor in an online magazine covering gender issues, is pessimistic about the prospects for LGBT minorities winning acceptance. According to her, most people are against LGBT rights due to the rise of opportunistic politicians who ride on the hatred of Islamists and are afraid to speak out against them. LGBT individuals in Indonesia are now on the edge of their seats, whilst privileged ones can readily escape to other countries should the situations get worse. Not everyone can free themselves from these horrors. That's it for the Dialogy Matter Brief. Tune in for the next episode. Thank you and goodbye. Sources come from Vice and South China Morning Post.